Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You know how right now we're sitting in our study and recording a podcast? Mm. What if this is all a simulation? What if I'm not real? What if you're not real? That's actually more likely than not likely. What if the microphone develops little feet and then kills us, murders us? For real though, I read a thing recently. If you take this example, if you believe that we live in a society or societies will eventually evolve enough to create simulations, mm. the technology to create simulations, the chance that we're living in a society that's not a simulation versus that we're living in a simulation of a society. Mm. It's much higher that we're being simulated than being real. See, I don't think we are because like 20 years ago we didn't have a computer, for example. I, don't th- I think we're too early on the timeline. But I think if, if you... you're living in 2050, sure. You know? What do you mean, though? What do you mean? What do I mean? I mean, this we're too be... early in the timeline. Of no, life. This could just be a simulation of life, though. Nah. Don't think so? Nah. Okay. I'll say no because it <laughs> makes me too uncomfortable. <laughs> Hello there. This is I Only Like You, Black Mirror Special. And I hope it fills you with dread as much as Ugh. each Black Mirror episode does. No, it won't. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I am Lonnie, here with my girlfriend, Sine. Hello. This is going to be a spoiler-heavy episode, so if you haven't seen Black Mirror, this is not something to listen to. All of the episodes? Yeah. Every episode, we're going to go into details about them, so back off if you haven't seen them. <laughs> Black Mirror <sighs> Fs you up a little bit, doesn't it? Here's the thing. Um, is Charlie Brooker insane or a genius or both? I think definitely both. How can someone be thinking of these things? How can someone have these concepts in their mind? How? How? Well, we start doing one, I think, then you sort of get in that mind frame. You start thinking of others. No. No? He's incredible. Okay. <laughs> so, Black Mirror's been around for a few years now. Um, before this latest season came out, at the end of last year, I'd seen two episodes and you'd seen one. So here's the thing. The first episode effed me up because what, what, and how and why? You're referring to the national anthem? I am. With the pig? And you'd already seen it when we watched it because Mm. I thought it was going to be a bit scary, so you you like to pre-watch things for me sometimes. Yeah. And I, I remember keeping, like, I kept looking at you and kept going, what? And you were like, right? Yeah. And... I had terrible nightmares after that. Like it, it was horrible, and I was like, "Nah, never watching it again. I'm, I'm out." And then we returned because well, we, we were hearing great things. Hearing great things about the whole show, but also season four in particular. So we've gone a bit crazy. Watched like 
I watched the first couple episodes and we watched the first episode of season four and then we watched back pretty much all the way through mm. with a couple that we watched yeah. out of order. So we pretty much have ridden the train with everybody else. The crazy train. Crazy train. It's it's a ballsy episode to have as a pilot, don't you think? I think it's great because it sort of serves the test. If that's not for you. That's what I was going to say. It totally but, polarizes people. Like yeah. it's like this is what we're going to be about. We're going to mm-hmm. be about a prime minister who has to have sex with a pig. And mm-hmm. If you don't like it, go. And that's just <laughs> such a I don't know, it's such a gutsy move. Like can you yeah. imagine him shopping that around? <laughs> so I think we should just go through Episode by episode of the first couple of seasons, then go through season four, which is the new one, and then also talk about our general thoughts for the whole show. What do you reckon? Sounds sort great. Of, sort of rank them as we go. Let's do it. I've already listed my faves and my least faves. Okay. So we'll just quickly, a few seconds on each one. Sure. National Anthem. Messed up. Interesting. Kind of what? And then weird. Mm-hmm. 15 Million Merits. Great episode. Mm-hmm. Love to get out. Yeah. <laughs> It's a scary one. It's it's if, if that's your first episode, National Anthem, and then this is your second one, crazy to think about what else the show can do, isn't it? It is. And I think that's what's so interesting about the show is that it's so extreme in, like, mm-hmm. a million different directions. It's mm-hmm. like, ha-ha, you think we're a show about this? No, we're not. What are your thoughts? Yeah, that's what I just said. My 50 Million Merits is a crazy episode to come on the back of National Anthem, but I, I liked it. I feel like it was kind of maybe a bit too like other stuff we've seen in that sort of. 1984 dystopian world, but I liked it. Mm. The entire history of you. Liked the concept. Uh, Didn't really love the execution. Interesting. The best episodes of this are ones that throw you in and don't explain, Mm -hmm. don't give you too much context, and this is one of those episodes where it just threw you in and you had to figure out who was in love with who and what was going on, and I like that. I liked it too. I heard this was like the best episode ever, so I was a bit surprised. Didn't really yeah. thrill me as much, but I like it still. All right, season two. Be right back is one of the ones I've already seen before I'd watch it again with you. Well, I love Donald Gleason, so yeah. What do you, what do you mean? I don't know. It was a sad one, and it was I, a sad I, one. I really liked it, but I like how it played out. Yeah, it was a. The most logical way for all that to happen, I think. I think so too. And still heart-wrenching. That's the great thing about these episodes is that it literally goes, what if, mm-hmm. and then just spends half an hour to an hour exploring that and following through every thread is logical way. Well, if this happened, what logically would humans do in this mm-hmm. situation, especially for the ones more based in present day yep. or just a bit like not that long in the future. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, White oh, Bear. Oh. White Bear is definitely like that. And it's something that is like not that far away from what might happen no, today. No, no. Uh, I'm kind of torn with this one because it. I don't like scary things <laughs> mm. and this felt less thriller and more horror, especially with the chainsaws and everything. But finding out the, the twist at the end is incredible, especially the post or mid-credit flashes of how it's actually done. And you're right, I... There have been crimes here in Australia that we yeah. know of quite well that if this was the proposed punishment, there'd be a fair few people who you would go could, along with it. Yeah, you could totally see this happening. It's kind and of, that's what's the scariest thing about this show is it's like mm, this is what's, this is the future. You're all going to die and be horrible people. 
I liked it because it the twist actually made everything that came before it better. It didn't undo yes. everything, which no. sometimes happens. Not necessarily so much in Black Mirror, but in some no, shows. No, yeah. I think the twists mostly always work in Black Mirror because they're founded on logic and reason mm-hmm. and it makes sense. It's not just a twist for the sake of being a twist, I don't think. Yeah. The Waldo moment, a rare misstep. Yeah, it's definitely one of my least faves. Uh, I just wasn't into it. I just no, wasn't it into didn't it. didn't grab me. <laughs> it looks a bit, little bit different now that Trump has got in and other things have happened in politics, but I don't think they really nailed it. And I think Charlie's actually said that. Yeah. But, you know, still an okay episode. Yeah. I like the content of it rather than what happened and how mm-hmm. it was done and everything. Mm-hmm. So the Christmas special of 2014, White Christmas. I didn't really like this one. No, and again, it was one I'd heard of being like the best TV episode ever and stuff like that. It's okay. And there are some really great moments in the yeah, this episode. Yeah, I think I personally, so this isn't a criticism of the show, it's probably just me coming to the show with my own baggage. I don't really like stories that are framed um, by one person telling another person what happened. Mm-hmm. I don't really like those flashbacks. It, it works fine and they do the device well. I just don't enjoy that kind of storytelling. I like it when that happens. Mm. But, yeah, that's just something personal. I think that's fun. And then the fact that there were three very distinct, different stories, like it made sense in the end that he was trying, like explains how he got there and all that. I'm not sure why the police would have, like, put John Hamm on block. Like why couldn't he have helped them in the future with a million other things if he's the only one that got this guy to crack. I'm also not quite sure why they needed a confession. No, because they've already got him, like, in jail forever. Yeah. There's enough evidence there. Yeah. But, like, if you go along with it, that's that's a good episode. Mm. I much preferred the first story and the third story and the second story. Yeah, I didn't like the second second story story with the cookie. Important to know what a cookie is for the context of the show and everything. But didn't think it really... And also for the twist, I guess. Yeah, for sure. But it kind of felt like it was just there so we get the twist later, right? Yeah, yeah. But then it comes to Netflix season three. And the difference, I think, is another difference in production values, but also more episodes, yeah. more to do. As with any anthology show, it's a bit of a hit and miss thing sometimes, but more hits and misses than here. Nosedive. One of my favourites. I love Bryce Dallas Howard. Loved the uh, society that they set up with rating each other. Doesn't that seem really realistic about what we kind of do now? Yeah. And the fact that, like, once you get below a certain thing, you don't have access to the same, you know, mm. amenities just, or. Just like society now, really. Exactly. I loved this episode. I thought it was great. I love the colors, I love the pastel tones. Mm-hmm. Thought it was wonderful. It really felt directed in a different episode, mm. in a different sort of. Thing to the other episodes. It definitely had it? different style, didn't it? Yeah, which is cool. Yeah. That's what you can do with an anthology show. They shouldn't all feel the same, should they? No. They should feel kind of the same, but they should have their own spin on it. Playtest. So now you tapped out this one. I tapped out. Bit of um, a horror thing there. <laughs> and because I tapped out, it's my least favourite because I feel like if you can't make it palatable enough for an audience to watch, like I can't say that, oh, it's so good because I couldn't watch it. Do you know what I mean? I, I, it was too creepy. I don't do horror. Not into it. And also, I, Lonnie told me what happened with the twist, so I watched about half of the episode. And that always annoys me where it's like this whole thing didn't happen. Mm-hmm. It was all a dream, you know? Yeah, it was more like that was what his brain 
made up though for yeah. him to be scared by. So that was interesting. I don't think it I mean, mean the fact that he died. What do you mean? The fact that everything after the point where they put the Im- implanted chip thing, mm. his brain just stopped there. So nothing that happened for going on actually happened. Oh, yeah, I understand that. But it wasn't like it was all a dream. It was all like his brain was inventing this scenario inside his head for him to be scared by. But wasn't he already dead? He died like a second later, but in that second, his brain had invented yeah, this whole scenario so. for him to go through. So it's kind of like, what would your brain invent for you to be scared by? Yeah. I don't think it undid the whole thing. It wasn't like nothing, none of this ever happened. It happened in his heart of his head, but it was all part of the simulation. Anyway, we'll move on. Shut up and dance. Mm. I heard great things about this episode, but I wasn't really into it, especially the the end thing with the... You know, yeah, big twist. I, yeah, I wasn't really interested in that. People who compared it to White Bear, I don't really get that. I mean, it's punishing somebody's done the wrong thing in a sort of weird way, and there's a massive twist at the end, but that's about where fun- it is. Fundamentally, stuff. I don't think it really is that similar. No. Anyway, I, I liked it, and there's some good moments in it, but I think that in this one, unfortunately, the twist undoes some of the stuff that happened before it. Yeah, I think so. Still a good episode, though. San Junipero. One of my favourites. Yeah. Beautiful. It is one of the best episodes of TV ever, probably. Yeah. And as I've seen some people say, it is so much better with a happy ending, having watched, you know, two and a half seasons of sad endings and awful things happening. Yeah. An uplifting episode actually makes it better here. The thing is, it's not exactly a happy ending. Like, oh, yeah. they're dead, you know? A cool concept, one that, like, we kept talking about after, so we're like, hang on, she said that line because of this, and Mm -hmm. it was really, really cool being able to do that. Yeah, I thought it was really a clever concept as well. It's also interesting that these people think they're in love, but they've only met a few times, Mm. and then they've, then it'll be in heaven forever now together. But you're right, it's it's a happy ending with potentially some, yeah, a bit like The Graduate. Yeah. Men Against Fire, not my favourite episode. Not my favourite, but I really did like it. Um, mm. Michael Kelly's in it. Don't trust mm. him with anything. No. Actual I murderer, Michael Kelly. Was te- <laughs> I was terrified by this episode at the beginning. I had to look away when the vampire things came out, mm-hmm. but I love the twist because this is exactly the kind of language that people are using today in a Trump administration mm. about especially with people who have different coloured skin to them, oh, they're just less educated by nature and they're less strong by nature and all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. It's not that different to what is going on in this episode. The only difference is they've developed something to make them actually seem less human so it makes it easier to exterminate them. I loved the twist for this. I thought it was great. And I liked the idea that in real war people don't like killing each other. Yeah. And so this is a way to make it easier. Yeah. Sarah That's, Snook's in this episode as well. She gets yeah, around, doesn't she? She does get around, doesn't she? Now we come to Hated in the Nation. Mm. I really liked it. It's basically a cop film. That's cool. Yeah, it is. Yeah. With some other moments in there. I picked that it was the bees, everyone. Just want that known. What did you say? What did I say? It's the bees. It's the bees. I didn't really like that episode, to be honest. It felt too much buddy cop and not enough sci-fi thing. Fair enough. Yeah. Wasn't really I thought it was it. a little bit different, so I liked it. 
and the one cop shows in general. Okay, here we are. Season four. Mm-hmm. USS Callister. The Star Trek one. Great episode. Jesse Plemons. Yeah, don't trust him. Don't trust him ever with anything. Uh, I think this one is one you can go back and watch and get more out of. Mm, mm. It's a bit weird, especially with the creatures and everything, but oh, yeah. I really liked it. I think it was think really it, well done. It's a little bit dismissive of it to say it's just a Star Trek episode because there's so much more than that. Yeah. Isn't it? I was weirded out with this film because it opens first and it's so, like, corny and over mm. the top about, Captain, we've reached this, and you're kind of like, this, this is mm. an episode? Like, That's it's a Charlie it, Brooker show. So it gets you. So it gets you, and you're like, ah, they're all pretending to be like that. Archangel. Yeah, directed by Jodie Foster. This is a bit of a divisive one, apparently. Mm. I thought it was great. I didn't mind it. It was okay. I saw a thing yesterday, a listicle, saying this was the worst one of the whole, of them all. I'm no. like, really? No, it's not the worst one of them all. It's, in, it's an interesting concept. Uh, takes helicopter parenting to a whole new level. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. It didn't, I'm not in love with it as an episode. I, I don't think it's top tier, but I think it is very good and it does interrogate this sort of concept very well, I think. So mm-hmm. that's why I liked it. Mm-hmm. Crocodile. Uh, one, yeah. one of the most depressing episodes of this season, probably. And uh, depressing as in depressing ending, how you feel, and also how it's made and shot and everything. I don't know if I like this episode. I, I don't understand. She didn't need to kill him in the first instance. I wonder if that... In the well, hotel. He didn't need to kill anybody. Kept killing. Kill, kill, kill. Is that the point, though, you know? Well, it's kind of like you get stuck having killed one person. You've got to kill more people to cover it up. How far do you go? But you Kill a baby, I, apparently. Well, I feel like if you're... Yeah, you've got problems if you that's your solution and everything, isn't it? Hmm. I feel like something that you said was really interesting at the end of Crocodile, we're all really excited because the hamster saw. And we're like, oh, they can stick the thing in the hamster and going to get the thing. But the episode before, Archangel, we're both like, this is ridiculous. How could you put something in someone's head? It's funny how it makes you feel the exact opposite Mm -hmm. of the same, Mm -hmm. you know, situation. It was a sad one, though, just lots of death happening. Yeah. I did like the concept of the memory machine, though. That was cool. Mm. It was kind of like a realistic way, like before all the flashy technology and like 15 millimerits and all that kind of yes, stuff, or yeah. 5 millimerits. If you subscribe to the theory that they all take place in the same universe. It was like an if if an 80s-style computer yeah. was able to do yeah, that. Yeah, it felt Blade Runner-like to me. Yeah, it did, yeah. Hang the DJ, season four's San Junipero. <sighs> Loved this episode. This is my favourite episode of the whole wow. Black Mirror. I feel like you can judge whether someone watches this show for the creepiness and the twists and the technology or for the interesting ruminations on how we used all these things. Mm. And if they like these ep- this episode and Sandra and Perro or they like White Bear and all the creepy episodes, mm. I think we're kind of more on the side of Hang the DJ and Sandra and Perro. <laughs> Again, I've seen those lists of people writing, this is the worst one because it doesn't do anything. Just a rom-com, basically. Like, no, it is That's beautiful. why it's so good, though. It's beautiful. Smith's song, to chat top it all out. And the twist in this one actually reinforces and recontextualizes everything you've seen, but not in a bad way. 
I, I loved the twist because mm. they said, what if we're in a simulation? And it makes and you think, but... The whole thing falls away and they're just in the computer. They're a simulation and they've got 99.8% chance because 90, 998 times out of 1,000, they mm. found a way to be together. Oh, I and love it, it. But there's still questions about, like, were they alive? Do those... Exactly. Do their bodies have consciousness? Does it matter? You know? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And then I liked the concept of getting, you know, this whole... Um, new age tinder thing where it's like mm. oh you're only going to be with this person for a month so you don't really need to try yeah and then we'll eventually find your soulmate like that was a really cool concept it's interesting to know well to think about if you knew the expiration date mm. how does that affect how you work on it exactly yeah. because by looking at his thing with her have many years mm-hmm. he then made it get less because he knew yeah so. because she would have been mad at him which meant that she wouldn't want to be with him so yeah, sure I love that stuff. I think it's so cool. What if we're in a simulation just to test if we should be together? Obviously, it's worked, hasn't it? Oh, a bit too soon. Got 80 years left. Or, or unluckily, we're like in the one where it's not supposed to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would we've be only, interesting We've only to got see... a 1% chance of being together. It would yeah. be interesting to see the two that... Didn't work out. Yeah, in mm. their story. Metalhead. I didn't get involved with it too much some reason that little elements were there for me to like it but somehow i just didn't yeah this felt the same to me as like crocodile i wasn't really into it it was a cool mm. concept i liked that it was shot in black and white yeah um but watching i was like oh, i should be really liking this but I'm like oh something about it though not really sure maybe mm. it deserves a second watch i don't know it was a clever concept about these things and they can yeah. like chop their arm off immediately and get a new thing in their arm and they yeah. can tag people and it's really awesome and I'm still confused about what she did with the candy so in the tree. Like she somehow conditioned it to wake up every however many his battery up, I suppose. Right, okay. I think. And Black Museum. Again, a, a device episode apparently. I didn't like it. Yeah, I loved it. So there you go. Who do you believe? People are gonna believe you, definitely. No. I didn't like it because I didn't like the <laughs> twist. And this episode felt to me like I don't like the forceful references to other episodes. Mm-hmm. I like them better when they're standalone anthology. I don't like the idea that they all go in the same universe. And especially in season four, I felt like they were trying too hard to link them all. Like, especially in Black Museum, it's almost like Charlie's got a, a list of all the episodes, and he's writing his little script, and then he's like, right, lollipop, tick for that one, and right, symbol, yep, tick for white bear. Mm. I just feel like, uh, stop trying so hard mm. to make them linked, you know? I understand where you're coming from, but, like, isn't that the point of this episode, that it's putting them all together? I, I guess don't know it, that if it you can don't... be that episode and be all the other things about the people in the mind and the monkey thing and... The pain thing, like there were three different stories going on here. I think it could have been stronger if we just took one and examined that in the episode and then mm. the other one. I didn't like that. It, it was too It was too long. It was too um, confusing switching between them. Again, it's got the device that I don't like where it's someone telling someone a story about what happened. Well, if you don't like how it's told and you don't really think the episode should be linked, it's not the episode for you, is it? No. So perhaps you were destined to not like it from the beginning. Just fine. There's nothing wrong with that. That's that's just what you like. Nothing wrong with that at all. I don't really mind if they're all episodes linked in the same universe. 
Got no problem with that. I don't think it detracts from each episode, each individual episode, thinking that they're all taking place in the same universe. Mm. And also, not necessarily really happening either. That could just be what this episode is suggesting. I don't like when things are retroactively linked, though. Like in Nosedive that has no references to anything else. And we've watched a few videos where it's like, oh, it's obvious that Hated and not Hated in the Nation, National Anthem is the first one in the timeline because it doesn't have a reference to any other episode. But that's not why. It's because he didn't know that he wanted to link them at that point and he didn't know it was going to get picked up and he just made this episode. Of course it looks like um, Black Museum links everything because it's the last one. You know, I just feel a bit funny about that. And people yeah. trying to figure out, well, how does Nosedive fit in and everything? Well, maybe it doesn't. Maybe it doesn't need to link. Why do you feel funny about that? The first one, looking to other episodes and then the other episodes seeing back to it? I feel like... Because it wasn't the plan all along? Yes, yeah. So is there a problem with it becoming a plan later? Is that? Yeah, I think so. I think that's mm. what I don't like because when the episode was created and developed and filmed and shot and put out, mm. it was its own thing. And now two years later or whatever, we're like, oh, no, 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 that was actually to do with this. And, yeah, we definitely meant to do that then. We didn't, did you? Because you didn't have that idea back mm. then. I'm not trying to say you're wrong or anything, but what do you feel about like Harry Potter when the fourth book went? wasn't necessarily planned out when she wrote the first one. Is she making it up like, as she goes along sort of thing and don't like that? Or I feel like it's different because this is an anthology. Okay. I think I'd feel differently about it if it followed the same characters and had them develop. Mm. But because it's a totally different story seemingly set in a different universe and then you want to, you know, have a little thing. And I think that what I don't like in season four is it's not like a little Easter egg for your audience who, mm. like for keen-eyed viewers, it's really shoved in your face, especially like the iPad and the lollipop and all that kind of stuff in the museum. That doesn't, it seems to me like you're trying to force it on me too much that they're linked. It's not like a little Easter egg. You know what I mean? Well, what's the problem with our linked though? Well, there's no problem, I guess. I just didn't think that's the kind of show it was going to be. And... I don't really understand why they have to be linked. Yeah. And why, why the show is somehow trying so hard to tell me that they're linked when they don't need to be and I didn't think they were. I don't know. I need to think about it some more. No, that's a, I'm not saying you're wrong at all. I'm just wondering what your aversion to it is. I'm not saying it's not legitimate. To me, it doesn't really affect me if further down the track we find out that iPad and the bathtub end up in the same place. Like it doesn't affect or detract from the initial episode. Kind of just like kind of cool at the end. Like oh, someone out there has been following this mm. in this universe. I think for me it does detract, and that's the issue. Well, but, I, just, I just don't know why though. Can't. Well, I don't know. I don't know why. I think because it wasn't something about it's trying too hard for me, and something about it's like trying to push this on me, and something about not having that be the intention from the beginning. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Nothing wrong with that. What do you think about in the future having sequels to episodes? Um, I don't really like the idea because I feel like it sets up a, it sets precedent. So if you're only going to follow some characters, like I know people want a sequel to San Junipero, then this show just becomes that story rather mm. than an anthology about how technology. Mm-hmm. can be used for good or bad in the future and that kind of stuff. Um, and I feel like 
maybe they want a sequel to that because the episode was so good, but maybe when they get it, it's actually not going to be what they want. Yeah, diminishing returns, obviously. I feel like one way you could do it, I've seen some people say you could have like a spin-off and they've said that the Hated in the Nation episode felt almost like a pilot for its own yeah. show. Yeah, That could kind of work, but again, I'm not sure if it would thing about Black Mirror is that each episode is its own thing that looks at a different aspect of, of technology. Mm. It's not necessarily about the characters in the episode and their journey. Yeah, exactly. Which is the great thing about anthologies and short films and films in general where you can just have this one little story telling this one story. Yeah. These characters are here for this one time. I feel like if it's an anthology, duration. it should be an anthology. And if it's a, a series about these two people... In this yeah. story, it should be that. Yeah, and so, yeah, one thing I, I agree with you that to a certain extent that they shouldn't all be linked necessarily in the sense that I don't want an episode where, like, you're walking down the street and the Prime Minister waves and he's waving at the people from Hang the DJ. I feel that would be too much. All of a sudden they're all living on the same street or something. Wouldn't want that. I don't mind the idea that they're all taking place in the same sort of universe because... They are exploring similar technology mm. and that sort of thing. But why not think one small concern I have then is that if Britain was like destroyed by bees, I'm not sure how it's affecting episodes. Then we don't know when they're coming in the timeline, I suppose. Mm. But that'd be a big story, wouldn't it? So, Oh, you mean to not feature in an episode that takes place in the same universe? I feel like if, it, if you're saying this will take place in the same universe and then one episode shows that, Electronic bees killed all a bunch of people in Britain. Like, it'd be interesting to see how that affected people in the future. Or if it doesn't affect people after mm. it happens, it's like, well, how is it, is it really taking place in the same universe then? I don't know. Yeah. But having said that, it doesn't really destroy my reaction to the show, thinking they all take place in a similar universe. I do like the theory that some of the episodes take place in a cookie universe. Yeah, I never even thought about that. It's kind of cool. Yeah, it's an interesting way to do it, I guess. Very much looking forward to New Black Mirror. Before we get there, Sinead's going to lay down the law, her least favourite episodes and her favourite episodes. I think least favourite number one would be The Waldo Moment, then Playtest because I couldn't watch it, season three, and then I really didn't like the White Christmas special. Favourite is Hang DJ. Mm-hmm. Second favourite is Sanjay Perry. Third favourite is Nosedive with a shout-out to USS Calister. <laughs> I know I always find a hole in the rules. Why could you say number four, U.S. Callister? Because I've Callister. only got three. If I have three least favourites, I have to have three favourites. I can't have four. That's the rules, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> uh, can I throw a curveball at you? Yeah. Which episode would you like to live in? Ooh. Um... Or live through, I suppose, depending on... San Junipero, I guess, because I yeah. actually get to be with the person I love. Mm. And it's cool going to, like, different eras. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Different decades. It'd be awesome. I feel like the, the game of USS Callister or Starfleet or whatever it was actually called mm. eventually would be kind of cool. I'm not supposed to think that, though. No, no. I meant, I meant the game they're playing at the end. Yeah. The actual game that they all play, not the modded version he's got where he's yeah. got real people involved. Although, such a cool episode. It is a cool episode. Yeah, San Junipero is the goal, isn't it? It is the goal. Do you reckon we'll have a, a cloud that our consciousness can be uploaded to by the time we die? 
Look, maybe. I don't think so. Do you really die, though, Then. Well, who knows? Do you even die in are general? You, are you your body or are you, are you your soul? I don't know. <laughs> who would have thought you'd have that sort of question about a show that began with the Prime Minister and a pig? <laughs> I know, I know. Okay, there are general thoughts about Black Mirror. Looking forward to what comes next. Yes. In the show, not in the real life. But no. Basically the same thing now, isn't no, it? Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Our podcast is basically anthology. You can listen to anything. It's true. So if In you feel, any order. There you go. They really link. Apart from the, the early ones where we had like an update or something that annoyed us. That's not really an anthology. Oh, no. Now we've done a sequel and an anthology oh, and the same no. thing. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Thank you. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.